Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block right now. Joining us once again. We missed him yesterday, but he had some business to attend to. Our friend, your friend, early break, man of the hour. Well, a few hours. Yeah. Three hours. Couple. Couple. Steve Sibble. Steve. Sip. Two hours. What's going on, Sip? Oh, uh, not much. I'm just working away. Uh, how are you guys doing? Oh, man, I think we're having a good time. We're Rico. living our best lives. Yeah, Rico's happy because uh, New York Knicks are winning some games. They're so, great, you know, Sip. He's excited. They're great. Rico, I, I tried to engage Rico in some Knicks talk the other day, and he kind of shot me down when I told him that I, maybe my favorite player in the NBA is, I mean, if Randall's not my favorite, he's close. Yeah, yeah, you said that, and I, I don't get it. But, yeah, sure. Yeah, you shot me down. <laughs> He's up and down, but I like you know. I, 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 those are. I mean, I always I've told guys this for years. I mean, if I'm drafting a team, I'm trying to take a six nine guy who can break the backboard, which he can, and and he's a he's crazy good outside shooter. Yeah. Has, a, has a lot of has a lot of mid range, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I but- love it. I love it. They've told him to stop taking the long two, so now he's taking more threes. But he's making them at a, at a decent clip. See, that's the thing, and look, and he's got to be six nine, right? I think so. I think he's around there, six nine, six ten, whatever yeah. he is. Yeah, he he's the exact kind of player I like. If I if I was a GM, I'd have six of. I'd try to have six guys like that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you want to talk? You want to talk basketball? You want to talk big men? Uh, I mean, Oleg Coin it's transferring away from Nebraska um, yesterday, and then yeah. uh, a couple minutes ago, or you know, a few minutes ago, we got the news that Denim Dawson also transferring away from Nebraska. Oh God! Okay, yeah, we didn't mention Oleg on our show today. We, we were remiss in not doing so. Um, I, you know, I think that one's not. You know, I don't think you look at that at at Oleg and say that's you know, particularly um, detrimental to the program. Dawson is interesting, though. I I liked it. Now, he obviously had his moments and then got sent to the bench. Um, I I think that was just not doing the things right type of thing. I think he's a good player. Um, Now, that's that's the one. that, That one confuses me a little bit. You better have an answer for that one. In terms of getting somebody with commensurate talent, I mean yeah. Dawson is a big time athlete, and I think he has a lot of potential as a player. That, that that frankly surprises me a little bit. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But um, you know they've got some moves to make. They've got some slots that are open, and uh, hopefully the uh, transfer portal will be good to them. So we'll keep an eye on that. Sip, yeah, but- you got to keep an eye. I mean, you, hey, Strick, you got to keep an eye on it. You, because they need impact transfers. Yes. I mean, they, they, I mean, they can't. They're not plugging no. little gaps here. I mean, they they need to go get guys that can make a difference immediately. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You hopefully that maybe if a couple of those guys that have uh, kind of made their way out of state, um, you know, maybe looking to make their way home, maybe uh, this could be a great landing spot for them because there'll be some open slots and some open opportunities. So we'll definitely uh, keep an eye on that. We'll be listening to early break and. You know, we'll we'll definitely be following up. But um, 
as we move over, man, listen, the NCAA is about to jump off, and uh, the Big the Big Ten got eight in. Uh, let's just start real quick on the West. Um, you know, um, Maryland lands in an eight slot. Uh, Alabama's mm-hmm. looking at Alabama. But first, uh, not you got to get through Virginia, uh, West Virginia. Uh, so that's the only one in the West. But while we're, I mean, in the South, while we're in the South, though, talk about Maryland and Creighton. How, how far do you think they go? Yeah, it's, it's I mean, right out of the gate, it'll be tough for Maryland. I mean, I think that's a toss-up game. I don't know what the, I don't know what the spread is on that. It's got to be close, though. Maryland's a very intriguing team to me because they're so long and athletic. They do have a, a good point guard, and I like Julian Reese. And they got, you know, they got guys around those guys. I like teams that have the. In, I mean, everybody does. That that has an inside-out game. They do. Um, I, I like them to, I mean, I think they can sneak past West Virginia and then that's probably as far as they'll go. Um, and then who else is in that region from the uh, Big Ten? No, nobody in the Big Ten, but Creighton, how, how you know, how do you oh, think they I don't, fare? Uh, Creighton's, a, Creighton's a tough read. I mean, yeah. they're, they're a tough read. Um, I, and I, I mean, listen, you watched them play Nebraska, they, they didn't, wasn't a great night for Creighton, um, yeah. and they had that bad stretch. Now they overcame it, um, and they do have that inside-outside game with a good point guard and Kalkbrenner inside. Strick, what, what you're getting from me is not much because it's my answers are reflective of the field. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to it's, it's hard to gauge. A lot of definitives. <laughs> it's not. This is the. I said this. Right. Sip. I said this is going to possibly be one of the craziest. I think. This is my opinion. One of the craziest NCAA tournaments because you're just not going to be able to see it, and I think it's just yeah, going to come from right. out of nowhere. And that. And, and so while we're talking about that, let's move over to the Midwest because they've got most of the Big Ten teams. You've got Iowa at eight. You've got Indiana at four, and you got Penn State at ten. But in the midst of that, there is some upset-type teams, which mine, I think, is Drake. I'm looking at Drake making a, a, a crazy run, but that's neither here nor there. So we can start with okay. Iowa, then you've got mm-hmm. Indiana, and then Penn State. Well, look at Iowa. Now, just look at it. So you know we're talking about how kind of the unpredictable nature of the tournament. Just think about it. One example. Iowa went to Indiana and drilled them you know, in the latter part of the season. I mean, hammered them. Like, I think it was 90 to 68 as a, long, as a score like that. Okay, Iowa's an eight seed, Indiana's a four. Right. I don't even, I don't like Iowa in the first round. I like Auburn. I think Auburn, I, he, when you watch the nation, what you see is a lot of, the, the distribution of talent is, is I don't, I don't want to say even, but there's just a lot of talent. Yes. Like you watch, you watch Texas A&M and Corpus Christi, and you think, huh? How do they get? I mean, how does Corpus Christi have a team that talent? I mean, that with that much length and athleticism. And, and the crazy but, thing about that team is they got uh, a former uh, Creighton Prep star Curtis Marshall sons on that team. Is that right? Yeah. That right. Yeah. See, see, it's <laughs> there's talent all over, which makes it. It makes it doubly hard to predict these games. Auburn, if you watch Auburn, when they walk out for warm-ups, they look like the New York Knicks. And that's a compliment, Enrique. Um, I was going to say, what? These teams, they look like the, their, their size and athleticism is, is, I mean, they look like an NBA team is what I'm saying. And it'll be hard for Iowa. Um, 
And then Indiana, I love Indiana in the tournament. Now that's a team I love. I wouldn't, I think they, they should go deep with what they have. They, I mean, Trace Jackson Davis play had a very good season. They have that kid with the hyphen who's a freshman who's dynamic. It get he can get twenty five on any on a given night. Um, they're I, I like Indiana go deep. They have the pieces to go deep. If they don't, it would be I think it would be a big letdown. Yeah, for Indiana. They, yeah. This is a team that should get to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Then Penn State finds himself matched up against Texas A okay. and M, and they're and Texas A and M's got very good guard play. So yeah, they that's now, a good I matchup. Penn State closely four games. Yeah. I really like – they're interesting to me. Strick, you would have fit on them because they look like a bunch of football players. Yeah, yeah. You would, you would have you fit on Penn State's team very well. Now, they don't have a post. And that – that you know, I'm not – I know what everybody says. It's the stock thing to say about the NCAA tournament. Oh, it's guard play. If you have a good guard play, if you have a good point guard. I, I always will lean toward teams that have a guy you can go to in the middle, bigs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a big or bigs at tough times. Mm-hmm. When the game slows down and you need a basket, if you you're have, Drew Timmy type, obviously mm-hmm. get at Purdue. Yeah, if you got to get a kid at Purdue, that's an obvious one. But but Trace Jackson Davis is kind of like that. He's not a conventional big. Um, but if you have those guys, it helps. That's why I like Northwestern. By the way, yeah, Northwestern yeah. is. I think Northwestern is a seven seed could surprise a lot of people because they have the they're big they're long mm-hmm. and they can get they can get they can hurt you inside but boo booey's tough outside they, they can shoot the three they they're not reliant on any one thing and they can't if they go through a little stretch of of uh if they're a little chilly on offense they can go inside and get a basket yeah. So I, I love I love Northwestern in this term. Good. Yeah. So Northwestern's out west. Uh, they'll be facing Boise State. Uh, getting yeah. through Boise State, they'd have to face a tough UCLA team. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, you know they they have the potential because I, I do like their veteran uh, the veteran aspect of them. Illinois, that's going to be a tough matchup against Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas is pretty yeah. tough, and and they're upset yeah. about how things went down there. But let's turn self let's turn ourselves to the East where Purdue lays. Uh, over there as a top seed, and then you have Michigan State as a seven seed facing off against USC. Go ahead and start with Michigan State, and then move up and uh, tell us about your thoughts about how far can Purdue go. I like Michigan State's team, and I'd have to look at down the draw. I don't have it in front of me. I do. They're interesting to me. They played really well against Nebraska. You know, uh, of the, you know four halves they played well in three of them and they played really well in east lansing now maybe it's misrepresentative of michigan state because i saw them if you guys go back to that game in east lansing when they played nebraska i thought that was about as good as michigan state could play on both ends mm-hmm. and then and then they didn't play well in the first half in lincoln but played real i mean they made 12 of 17 three-pointers in the second half so they're I like them. I do. They're sneaky good. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they would now, they would have two, to if they got through. They would have to face Marquette, and Marquette's rolling. Uh, Shaka's got them rolling. But that would be a tough matchup because um, you know just the style of play. I think that's a good matchup for Michigan State. Yeah, I was going to say I think that's a tough matchup for Marquette. I yeah, think that yeah. Type of game that would go probably down to the final few possessions. There's going to be a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, you saw it last night already, right? Yeah, the two playing games went down the final couple possessions, and that's the way this tournament's going to be. And that Michigan State Marquette 
matchup strikes me that way. That's how it'll be with Purdue in the second round. Whichever of those teams they play, Florida, Atlantic, or Memphis, um, I I don't think they can blow the doors off those teams. I, I think Purdue's very limited besides the big man Edie. I, if, now, the guys on my show made fun of me when I said, I okay, I got to be careful how I say this. I think it's amazing when you take Edie off Purdue, how average they look. Mm. If Edie's on the bench now, the, and now Jake and Bill laugh at me. So, well, yeah, if you take the best player off of any team, it's going to be a different. Yeah, it is. But what's, you, you, what I tried to say is that in some instances, it's more profound than others. And with Purdue, see, what I'd say about Purdue is okay. With Edie, they win the league, right? Mm-hmm. Without Edie, I think they're up. I think they're probably ninth to 14th place mm. i mean so what i'm telling you is i don't i just don't i don't think they'll get past the second round i really don't <laughs> unless unless he scores 32 35 37 yeah. points yeah they're I just, I just don't think they'll do it. So we're talking with Steve Sipple on Three House Run Line. Sip, I, I've gone out on record and said that I don't believe any Big Ten team makes the Elite Eight. Am I crazy in saying that? No, not at all. I I think that Indiana, like I said, I think they, they're a Sweet 16-type team. Um, but I don't know. Now, Elite Eight, see, Enrique, it kind of gets back to the conversation. And I know it seems like I'm dodging bullets here, but... There's just got to be a lot of games that are really close at the end. Again, we saw right away in the tournament, right? Last night, Corpus Christi and Southeast Missouri State went right to the last possession. Possessions, last two or three. Mm -hmm. The other game, same thing. And I think we're just going to see a lot of that. So, but, but yeah, by and large, Enrique, I think you're right. I don't, I just don't see a, the Big Ten was a strange league this year. It was, it's good. But man, there's nobody that really stands out at all. Yeah, yeah. Get get ready for your. It's one of those things, Sip, where uh, if you're putting your bracket together, put together about five of them because uh, <laughs> your your your, your okay, first you two <laughs> might be just blown out the water in the first week or the first night. You might just be just tossing yeah. it in the trash can. So fill out the crazy one, and then fill out two crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Fill out a moderate <laughs> one because your two ones that you think is going to happen. Watch it get blown out of the water. If you choose all upsets, I think you're sitting pretty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that's one of the crazy things about it. Sip, man, we definitely always appreciate you joining us on the block. Um, any any thoughts about um, your final four? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I have thoughts. Um, I like, I love Alabama to win it. I know that's chalk and all that. Um, I would say I love Alabama. I would say I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to pick a final four, but what my line of thinking is. I like Alabama to win it all. I would get Kansas out of it. I wouldn't put Kansas in the final four. I don't think they they're I don't think that they're that type of team this year. I'm surprised mm-hmm. how I'm kind of surprised they got a one. Um Do we finally see a uh a Pac twelve team kind of jump I, back I, in the I'd mix? I'd like to say UCLA, but they're a little banged up. I, they're a little limited by that. I mean I think they got two starters out strict. Double check. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, I, I like them. I've watched them twice, and I really, really, really like them. I like the way they play. I like Tiger Campbell a lot, um, but I, you know, I don't know. you just don't know. I, I, 
it's just kind of I, just I so up there. Now, the team I'd watch really close is Texas. They hammered Kansas yeah. twice down the stretch. I mean, hammered Kansas twice. Mm-hmm. I think by 17 once and by 20. Um, I don't know why people pick Kansas to go ahead of Texas. I, I mean, I, maybe they're just banking on, well, it's hard to beat a team three times. I don't think it'll be that No, hard. they're former national champions. They, you know, <laughs> that's that no, defending is some different. Yeah. They won't go down easy. But, I, but if, if it – now, I'm, I like Texas in that region. Um, I'd have to look a little closer at the other ones, but I'm convinced that Alabama is the best team in the country, not by a, a long shot, but I'd like them to win it all. Well, what about your upset? Uh, uh, so Rico, Rico says you're you're ludicrous, thinking Iona is gonna. Up, I love up, I love Iona against against UConn. They, yeah, UConn. Now they got UConn, and it's not a great draw. I was I was really interested in what kind of draw Iona would get because they would cause. Oh, for instance, Iona would cause Northwestern a lot of problems because Iona's so athletic. Mm-hmm. And a team that's not overly athletic, I'd say Iona, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'll be very honest here. I think Iona would cause Purdue a world of problems. Wow. Um, I do, because Iona presses full court and they're really athletic. And they are a very good defensive team. They're Iona and VCU are really interesting to me. Those are the teams I watched this weekend in conference tournaments. And I was really struck by how they press full court and they're really athletic. They really make things tough. And Iona has some high flyers and bigs that are good and good around the basket. So, I, I mean, don't be surprised if Iona beats UConn. Don't be surprised. I, it, it'll be tough. And it, like I said, they didn't get that. I was hoping they'd get kind of a less athletic team. Like I'd say Iona would really, really give Creighton problems. Mm-hmm. Iona will give a lot of teams problems. Right. Not, not athletic. Like if Iona played VCU, I'd take VCU. But if there's a lot of, like if Iona played Arkansas, I might take Arkansas. If Iona played Auburn, I might take Auburn. But there's some teams that they're going to cause a lot of problems for teams that aren't particularly athletic. Yeah. That's him. Steve Sippel, early break. Thank you once again, my friend, for joining us on the block. We appreciate you. Uh, we know we're a day late, but we're not a dollar short, so we do appreciate you no. for joining us. You guys are great. I appreciate it. Seattle Wings and Rings tomorrow, right? <laughs> I think I, I better show up to that. Or Jake, Jake, you know, he's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sip. Thank you so much, man. All right. God bless you both. We'll be right back. 93.7 The Ticket on the block. We'll come back with a crossover with – Jay or with Kenny or I know possibly DP. We know DP's in the house. <laughs> so we'll be back right after this. Peace.